Podcast 103, post-race recovery. Hey gang, just a reminder, summer is approaching fast and with it, some hot, thirsty days of training. The problem is carrying that drink can be a complete hassle, especially during your runs. Or if you're like me, you have just one bottle cage on their bike. I mean, who thought a bike with one bottle mount was a good idea? Well, fortunately, Camelback has a range of products to fit your hydration needs. Now, before you think that this is some lame endorsement, let, let me tell you that I've been using Camelback products for 20 years or more, and so when they extended an offer uh, to join their prototype team, I said, hell yeah, because uh, I really love the product. It's something that I can get behind, and it's something I actually already own a ton of. Now, I got to say, though, I was blown away with some of the awesome products that I'm using now, including the incredibly lightweight and versatile Ultra Pro Vest. It's barely noticeable in a godsend on long training rides or even long runs, which I hate to carry anything with me. Uh, it's got the capability of carrying two small collapsible 17-ounce flasks uh, with uh, a large bottle in the, the, the backpack area or even a uh, 1.5 liter bladder, uh, which is about 48 ounces. With that, you're going to have enough capacity to get you to your next stop or through your training ride or your race or whatever. So for more information, head on over to www.camelbak.com. That's www.camelbak.com. And here we are, folks. This is the special birthday edition, TipCast 103. Probably thinking birthday. Whose birthday? Well, it's my birthday. At least when this podcast drops on May 12th. So to say thanks for all of the great information uh, that you get, head on over to Venmo and donate. Uh, yeah, Venmo is a great service that provides you with the opportunity to send me money or your friends money or really anybody money. Um, and it can be done through the Venmo app. That's V-E-N-M-O. Uh, and no, Venmo is not a sponsor. But they also don't rob us blind like PayPal. So if you want to donate, uh, in all seriousness, the donations really help me to fund the podcast and develop it. Uh, you can check out that Venmo app in the iTunes store, and you can find me at ESP Podcast. That's that little at sign, and ESP Podcast, and you can donate. Uh, or you can go through the website, and you can still donate through PayPal. But I have to pay for that, which doesn't really make sense because it's donation. But anyways, that is it for the PSAs. Man, it's time to recover, which is perfect because that's what I'm going to be talking about today, recovery. I'm not going to talk about day-to-day -day recovery. Uh, I've probably hashed that or rehashed it on a previous podcast or tipcast. But I do want to talk about post-race major recovery to speed up the process to getting you back on track to your next goal or maybe it's just to get back into training. Why is this important? Because really too many athletes needlessly hamper their recovery by wrapping up a major race with too much celebration and too little self-love. So here are my tips to really try to get you back on track. And tip number one is 
you got to have a plan, okay? Have a plan in place before you even toe the line. Seriously, most of you probably had a good training plan to get you to that race. And I'd say many of you have dialed your equipment in. And then some of you have a good nutrition plan in place, but very few athletes I meet have an actual specific plan or any strategies for after the race. In general, that plan should be similar for every race with a few additions for, say, stage races um, or if you have a very short window to your next goal race. It might be a few days away or it might be a week away. Uh, but I, either way, that plan has to be in place. You've got to know what you're going to do really as soon as you're going to cross the line. Number two, prepare your recovery nutrition regardless of whether or not there's food provided after the race. Race food can often be unreliable or low quality uh, and really overindulging in junk food may feel great right after that race, but it's going to do little for you in the long run. You want to make sure you get good nutrition uh, you want to refuel immediately after the race as if you had another hard race or another uh, uh, training session the next day. Once you've got that in place, you can better control the race food that you actually take in so you don't really overeat or, or, or you know eat a bunch of cookies or, or crappy food. Uh, and this really includes taking in 25 to 40 grams of high-quality protein and at least two to four times that much carbohydrate. Generally, about half of those carbohydrate calories, though, should really come from solid food to minimize GI distress. Also, avoid pounding beers. While many of the lower alcohol beers actually do rehydrate you relatively well, uh, the alcohol is going to hamper your muscle building. Uh, and most research shows that just two regular beers is really the limit. So if you've got more races on the horizon, go easy on the alcohol. Uh, number three, get clean and if possible, get cooled down, get in a cool bath or even an ice bath, which has been shown to reduce muscle soreness. Uh, either way, it's going to help to drop your body temperature after a really hot race. Now, if the race was really cold, then you've got to get warm and dry really fast. If you can get into a hot shower, even better, uh, and then do a bit of stretching to help you relax your body. Number four, be sure to eat a good meal within two hours of the race finish because you've already got those initial calories, but get a good meal and certainly before you start any long travel. So if you're going to get in the car and you've got four, six, eight hours of driving, eat something before you get in the car. And this is really going to ensure that your body is fully fueled for the recovery while traveling because, again, you're, you're going to be sedentary and you're going to be recovering that time. Number five, consider compression wear after the race, which has been shown to reduce, again, that muscle soreness and perhaps take a good bath or shower and then stretch before you get to bed. It's also a good idea to get in another 30 or 40 grams of protein right before bed. Uh, again, recent research indicates that a large bolus of protein increases the muscle repair and rebuilding during that prime recovery period, which is sleep. Which I think goes without saying, avoid alcohol again because that sleep period is your number one way that you are going to recover. And then finally, number six, postpone that rest day by at least one day to get in some light activity the day after the race if possible. Now, I don't have any research to back this up, uh, but I do find in my personal experience and with uh, you know, 
the clients that I've worked with, that you really get into this recovery inertia if you, uh, you know, rest right after a race, your 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 body kind of goes into this full-on recovery mode, and it's hard to get going again. Well, folks, that's it for TipCast 103, my birthday TipCast here. Uh, so don't forget to donate to me. Uh, you can head on over to Venmo and donate to at ESP Podcast, or you can head on over to www.espanswers.com, donate through PayPal, or just leave a comment. Now, if you have your own questions or strategies on this topic, email me. I'd love to hear from you. ESPpodcast at gmail.com. That's ESPpodcast at gmail.com. And on our next TipCast, I'm going to be talking about the do's and don'ts for your first triathlon. Or perhaps it's your return to triathlon after a few years. Until then, if you're not thinking ahead, you're falling behind. Later.